It's Big Chuck from Elite Eight Showdown. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network? You can find all of our podcasts over at professionalcasual.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the Impact Hasn't Blended Good Dangers. We pick anything and everything. To face off an asymptomatic bracket elimination tournament, this ah, is Elite A Showdown. Hey, of course, I'm your host, Epic Jack. <laughs> and I'm joined once again by my comrade, my cohort, my co conspirator, more importantly, my co host. I'm so sorry for this, by the way. Uh oh. Well, you know what happens when you come in your life, France, you become a dad. Yeah. Yeah. I had a better one. And then I came up with that one on the drive over here. And I was like, too far? Am I going to be pushing it too, too much? And then I said, no, it's a lead day showdown. Lead day showdown. <laughs> I can say what the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody listens to the show except for my girlfriend, apparently, which is terrifying. The only show where we can say anything and, and everything. everything. Um, Tim. Mm-hmm. 55 star reviews yeah um at, at time of release yeah if if we still have reviews coming in of course we are going to be donating five dollars for every five uh star do uh five wow yeah stroke i apologize everyone uh-huh. for every five star review we will be donating five dollars to the american foundation for suicide prevention mm-hmm. great cause yeah we we've done we've raised a crazy amount of money already yeah um so many people jumped in wanting to help and i love that um but we actually have a new promotion which we'll get into in just a little bit yeah um but that doesn't mean you should not definitely go to the american foundation for suicide prevention's website Mm -hmm. and make your own donation yeah uh they're a very important charity a great charity uh and they need our help now more than ever for real yeah so please um please consider when next time you want to give a donation to do that they also have a amazon smile link so oh, sure. you okay. can uh if you go to smile.amazon.com mm-hmm. and, and this works with a lot of other charities as well like most of them mm-hmm. um anything that you buy on amazon one percent of your purchase will be donated to that particular charity mm-hmm. it doesn't change the prices on anything it's mm-hmm. just something if you use amazon for anything make sure you're using a smile link mm-hmm. uh, uh easiest way to do it especially if you're doing it from um your computer is just save save it yeah save the page mm-hmm. make it a, a bookmark it and stuff it's a little the only thing i don't like about amazon among the many other things i don't like about amazon is a lot of the times i don't know about smiles but i know just like affiliation links don't work through the app right which is really frustrating yeah. but but regardless you know what stop being a lazy piece of shit and, and you go to your computer and do it instead yeah you know what i mean you know when you finally remember to order that thing on amazon at night and you're on in your bed on your phone yeah Get up. Yep. Get out of bed. Get on comfy. Go to your computer. Load up our podcast yeah. episode where we actually have that link in there and yep. then click on it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's the only way to do it. Really. I don't understand why you're being such a little bitch. Yeah. I don't you know, know what I mean? Asshole. Uh, <laughs> of course, head over to pay, uh, head over to professionalcasual.com. Access to everything here. Everything. Everything. Everything you need. Mm-hmm. Links. Other, uh, other shows website hyperlinks also oh 
Yep. Yeah. Links. The, is he in there yeah. too? Yeah. 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 Um, but our new our, our new thing that we've decided to start in the uh, late month of June uh, at this rate. But we actually want to I want to carry it on through July. OK, because um, fucking why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? What happens in July? Fucking nothing. Nothing. Except literally now. Yeah. Literally nothing except for this. July is the stupidest. My girlfriend's birthday is in July. But other than that, I'm very excited about it. Um, we have decided to partner with uh, Katie Fineout. Uh, I messaged her today. She said, hell yeah. Mm. She's on board. Heavens no. Hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, we will be donating. We will be matching donations for every um, LGBTQ pride merch that she sells from her website um, that you, the listeners, go and purchase. And right in the show, in the purchase notes, because there's a section to write notes, Elite Eight Showdown sent me hmm. for every shirt that uh, she gets a, that for a sale for. Yep. We will be matching donations uh, for that. So obviously head over to her Instagram noodle underscore puppet six, six, six. The link is in her bio to her store. Uh, you will see the awesome skater cat t-shirt, um, which is her. That's this year's um, pride um, uh, shirt that she yeah. has designed. That will be all proceeds will be going to the alley Forney center. Um, which is a center for helping at-risk and homeless LBGTQ youth. We will be matching every uh, donation that she gives from any of our listeners that go over there and buy a shirt. Mm-hmm. Again, just write in the notes, guys. Just write in the notes. Big, big chuckers only. Yeah, big chuckers only. Anything that would apply to this show, she'll know exactly what she does listen. We have 10 listeners now. In the U.S.? In the U.S. She's wow. been checking out the show. I said I my condolences. Are we sure that the two new listeners in the U.S. are secretly somehow in-laws or blood relatives of the Travis Fowler family, which would just extend the Travis Fowler family umbrella? Actually, that's a fair point. They're both adorable. Yeah. So they fit right into the Travis Fowler family. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's a shame. We were so close to getting other people that weren't Travis Fowler's family. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. But... I'm very excited for this promotion. So head over there till the month uh, all the way through June into July. We're going to be doing it. I'm very excited. Uh, super separate tangent, unrelated to anything Shh. we just talked about. Sure. Outside of Travis Fowler and his family. Dangerous. We should hold a convention for mm-hmm. all the people that listen to this show. <laughs> uh-huh. And we should call it the Fowler Family Reunion. Okay. I just came up with this idea. Did this you? Is a great idea. Yeah. We should definitely uh-huh. have a convention for the listeners of this show and call it that. Yeah. Why haven't we thought of have, having a convention or like a con for this show before? Yeah, I don't know. Man, I come up with such great ideas. Yep. Okay. Apparently. Yeah! Thank you, Durst, for. You thought that was a good idea. Apparently you want to catch these hands today, huh? Is that what's happening today? Is that what we're, we're going to, we decided to choose violence this morning. Is that what's happening? Okay, great. Great. One of my favorite lines from that 70s show where uh, Kitty asked Red, uh, Red, am I stupid? 
And he just puts down his paper and goes, oh, that's what we're going to do today? We're going to fight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to that. Underrated. Yeah. Underrated sitcom, unfortunately. It is super weird to see that cast and just see where everybody went based off that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the second the second Kelso and Eric left, that show fell apart. Oh, yeah. Actually, probably the season before they left, it really started to fall apart because they ran out of ideas. I was unaware that there were seasons without them. There's one. Okay. There is one season without them. It's just Hyde and Fez and Jackie? Hyde, Fez, Jackie, Donna. um, uh, Tommy Chong comes back. Okay. Uh, Leo comes back because he got out of prison um, for drug possession, and it was ridiculous. Leo Leo is Hyde's uh, boss. Oh, Tommy Chong's character. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah, I yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. Someone else. No, 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 no. Uh, Leo comes back. They tried to replace Eric with uh, this guy named Randy, but it's not. So a rid- It's actually super. Was interesting. it Seth Green's character? No, okay. that was Mitch, who was uh, his nemesis. Yeah, and was in love with Donna. No, no. Yep. Uh, even Seth Green was like, "This is getting awful. I'm leaving." Because mm-hmm. uh, they could have worked him in. No, no. Uh, Randy. So Randy is. Played by the brother of one of the guys that's like from SNL. He looks just like him. I think he does maybe like a late night show now. Okay. But he's the brother. Um, okay. He's not funny. Gotcha. He His delivery during that entire last season is atrocious. Okay. He like he is expecting everything he says to be funny. Mm-hmm. And then because they have a laugh track at this point, because nobody wanted to show up. Right. It's just it bombs every time. That's a shame. I, I was completely like, that's, that sounds all unreal. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like ugh. it was, it was super bad. Um, so what had happened was they originally hired him to play Eric Foreman. Um, and that he would look different because he came back from Africa. And then it got like, uh, it got, um, test piloted yeah and everybody was like that's a really bad idea like that's really bad uh don't do that was literally what like all the test pilots said okay um and reviews said so they just waited until the show died to do it (laughs) um well so it was supposed to go for 10 seasons it ends at season eight Mm -hmm. um and they essentially were just like okay we just got to rewrite this character because he's under contract Mm -hmm. so they create randy who becomes donna's new love interest while she's trying to get over eric because he went to africa um <clears throat> it's not good. Uh, Wilder Valderrama becomes executive producer of the show during that season. And he pretty much just re I don't think Wilder Valderrama gets, which deserves the amount of shit that he does get. Yeah. Um, because that dude actually is a work fucking workhorse in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does a lot of good despite doing yo mama, um, on MTV too. <clears throat> yeah. But he was known as being like an asshole and he would just like tear up scripts and, and just be like, Nope, I want I want more screen time. But then again, he also became executive producer. Yeah. Like he spent his own money to become executive producer. And he was one of the only ones that stayed around. You know what I mean? Like everybody was leaving. He yep. was still there. Mm-hmm. People loved Fez. Yeah. So I got it. The ending's a horrible Jackie and Fez end up together. It's fucking stupid. Uh, I feel okay. That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, it's really dumb. And Hyde. I don't know what Hyde was doing. Hyde was being Hyde. Sure. Sexually assaulting women, I suppose. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Scientology. Yeah. Well, you know, or imitates life. Yeah. Yep. Tim. Uh huh. We have to do that first segment. Are you ready? Yes. It's the Big Chuckers Club nickname time. Oh shit! MVPs. MVPs. This week, mm-hmm. we are doing the one, the only guy I didn't even know existed until literally right now, but he's my new favorite friend, 
Jake Cook. Okay. Shout out to Jake Cook. All the way in Texas. Do you know uh, Zeilinger? Uh, Jordan? Jordan, thank you. Zeilinger? Yeah, he's yeah. in the Texas area. Yeah, he's in the Texas area, so I would assume he, he's he got to know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ye- is he yeehaw or yeehaw? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Um, Jake Cook, thank you so much. Of course, if you head over to patreon.com slash professional casual, sign up for that big chucker tier. Three bucks, baby. Less than a cup of coffee. Yeah. You're going to get one of these bad boys if you're watching, already watching because you give the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But head over, of course, to our Instagram. We literally post it every fucking day to remind people how fucking awesome it is. I am. Uh, it's canon. I'm, it's canon. Now. I'm pleased with the energy that we are creating in the yeah. studio today. Yeah, I'm, it's it is a weird chaos energy that uh, mm-hmm. here we are rolling a bunch of skulls. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, we are. You can be that hot dog. How's my hand work? You can, you can be that hot dog. And Jay Cook, you are that hot dog. Are you ready, Tim? You know yeah. how this works. I pick a word, you pick a word that becomes his new nickname. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. Enigma Bandit. Enigma Bandit. All right. Kind of red, actually. Yeah, it's actually super cool. Enigma Bandit. Bandit. Jake Cook, congratulations. You are the Enigma Bandit from now on. Yeah. I love it. Uh-huh. It's 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 no cosmic juggaletto, but ah. <laughs> 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 no one else is. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yep. Thank you so much. Again, Jake. And of course, head over to patreon.com slash professional casual. Tim. Yes. It's Father's Day. It is. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the dads out there. Um, more importantly, we remembered. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and as per usual, our imitating life, dads are more important than moms. You know what I'm right. saying? Uh, especially, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. That sounded like a thing I said. This week, in honor of dads, we're going to crown the hottest dad ever. Hottest TV dad ever. Yes. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. You're very excited. I'm super excited. I'm actually super fucking excited. You're excited. Feel these nipples. <laughs> your your nipples? That's a it's a line from uh I was gonna say you have the Academy Award nominated movie mm-hmm. Basketballs. <laughs> was that actually? I don't know. Oh. Probably. That it seems like it would have been. Really? I, let's not fact check it. Yeah, that sounds like a really dumb statement otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're going to crown the hottest TV dad ever. There we go. I am excited. I am. I am. There's nothing I love more. It's TV dads. Yeah. Bracket number one brought to us by Built Bar. Head over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code Professional Casual at checkout. Get yourself 10% off your order. It's it's weird hearing this show, uh, knowing that the sponsors are real and not just a fucking joke for no reason. Um, it's weird. I mean, you could that'll probably be out by the time this episode. Ends. Oh, would it? Probably. Yo, they got a new flavor, everybody. Yeah. Are you listening? And it's more important. Also, why it's important to go over to patreon.com slash professional casual for as low as one dollar. Mm-hmm. Because we when the sales go up, we let everybody know. Yeah. When I remember to do it. Um. It's grasshopper cookie. Yeah. What? Grasshopper cookie? Yeah. Do you love mint? Mm. Do you love chocolate? 
Yeah. Do you love 17 grams of protein? 17 fucking grams of protein? I love that much protein in me. Yeah. Just absolutely jacked up. Let me ask you, though. Total fat. What would you expect? 3.5 grams? Because that's what's fucking in this bar. That's it. Oh. 3.52 or saturated fat. <laughs> Who cares? It's like coconut oil. It's a better type of healthier monounsaturated fat. You're absolutely correct. How much, how much sugar do you think is in this bad boy? Uh, gosh, if it's anything less than, I don't know, 200 grams, it can't be good for you. Oh, wait, the other way around. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's less than 200. Otherwise, that would be really bad. Right. How does six sit with you? Only six? Only fucking six. Whoa! Durst, what do you think? All right, partner. Oh, shit. All right, he's on board. Yeah, he's saddled up. Yeah, fuck yeah. 17 fucking grams of protein. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, Listen, I actually ate a Bill Bar bite today because I was hungry. I, I was at work yeah. and the, I, there was no food prepped, ready to go. Mm -hmm. I chanted one down. It was delicious. Um, do you know what I did? Hmm. I took a Mr. Tortilla, mm -hmm. a 15 calorie mini tortilla, mm -hmm. and I put some butter on it mm -hmm. and some cinnamon and sugar. Mm -hmm. And I put it in a pan mm -hmm. and I cooked it just a little bit with two of the Built Puffs churros. Oh. And it got it all melty. It rolled that bad boy up. Mm-hmm. It was real good. <laughs> like, wow. stupid fucking good. Okay. All right. That seems... Decadent. Decadent, yeah, mm -hmm. is a word. It, it was. And loaded with fucking protein. It was fucking chocked full of protein. Yeah. That's neat. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. Bracket number one, Tim. Mm-hmm. It's Jesse from Full House. John motherfucking Stamos in yeah. his pro I would say in his prime he's just as fucking attractive now as he was during Full House more so yeah now. he looks sleeker the he's not trying to be Elvis and I really appreciate that correct yeah that's yeah. what's super fucking annoying yeah um also Full House era mm -hmm. Jesse could not sell anywhere near as much Greek yogurt as Back present here. day John Stamos. Actually, that's super fucking fair. Mm -hmm. But I will say this much. Jesse from Full House. Drummer for the Beach Boys. If that doesn't make you moist, I don't know what it makes my mom moist. God. <laughs> yeah! Oh, ah. thank you, Durst. If there's anyone that uh, knows how to make your mom moist. Yeah. It's Fred Durst. <laughs> Oh, come on, man. What are we doing here? What? Come on, Durst. Can you not talk about my mom like that? That's like gross. All right, partner. Huh. Actually, modest, oh. modestly respectful. Okay, I wasn't Thank expecting you. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, kind of coming around on Durst. Yeah. Yeah. But Jesse from Full House, uh, solid dad. Because mm -hmm. cause you never expected him the show starts with him being like the rebel, right? Yeah. He had to move into that house because he fell off his motorcycle and broke most of his bones mm -hmm. and was in a body cast. Yeah. He was easily the worst character on that show. Really? Yeah. That was your opinion? Mm-hmm. In order. Over Danny? Yeah. He's better than Danny. Wait, Danny's... Oh, is that Bob Saget's Yeah. Guy? Okay, then the other guy? Joey? 
Yeah. Joey's top three. What? It goes best friend next door, Kimmy. Okay, I'll give you that. Then Joey. No. Yeah. Creepy dude who plays with a puppet in the basement? No, dude. You're you're insane. What? Cut it out. Okay. Bud. Yikes. And he had that beaver and the beaver had the suit. Joey had it going on. Do you know how much puss the actor that played? Zero. Literally zero. No. Dude, he crushed Alanis Morissette's vagina so hard she wrote that fucking song about him. About going down on him in fucking movie theaters and shit. That's written about fucking Uncle Joey. What? You ought to know by Alanis Morissette? No, it's not. Yes, that's written about fucking Uncle Joey, bud. Okay, I, I stand corrected. You got hail to the king. Okay, fuck. All right, I bravo for him. Yeah. Holy shit. Because, like, the only ex- exposure that I really have whenever all outside. They were, whenever they were together, she always had one hand in his pocket. <sighs> okay. You know? No, I don't know if I believe you or not. No, that's real. That's okay. Real. All right. Someone told me that like 15 years ago. Maybe it's not right. I right. couldn't look it up quickly at the time, but uh-huh. I, I, I haven't looked it up and I still think that that's the case. Sure. Fair. I mean, it's canon now. I don't yep. even care. Uh, good for him. Mm-hmm. You know? I'd like to take a run out of Lance Yeah, for even, sure. Even even today. Yeah. Yeah. Still still holding up. Mm-hmm. Really great. But Jesse, I mean, the man the man doesn't age. He re, he he's Benjamin Button. He gets younger as he gets older. Right. Selling the shit out of that yogurt. Mm-hmm. You think he'll ever do proactive? Probably, right? Active, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Maybe. That'd be kind of I could see it. Yeah. I did see uh, a thing the other day. This is very off topic, but mm-hmm. that's what this show is. Yep, that's true. That's um, what people complain about. <laughs> of a bunch of frames of Johnny Knoxville uh-huh. and Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> talking about them like they were the same person. <sighs> it was really fucking good. There were certain shots of Johnny Knoxville that I was like, wait, is that one Jamie Lee Curtis or is that one Johnny Knoxville? <laughs> okay. But wow. Yeah. All right. I think he was in like half bad grandpa makeup. So like his hair was right. That was makes gray. sense. That super makes sense. But they both wore those thick rim glasses. They are both uh, built mm-hmm. like scarecrows. Yep. Structurally. Yep. So. But Jesse's got a hell of a fucking contender right now. Yes, he does. The the man who legitimately feels like Julie Bowman is hot. Mm. The hottest woman he's ever seen. Yep. We're talking about Phil Dumphy. Phil Dumphy. Claire. Claire yes. Claire's husband on Modern Family. Now, let me tell you, it was a little jarring for me when I first saw him on Modern Family playing this character. Was your previous experience with him from Dawn of the Dead? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was when he was Steve mm-hmm. banging the hottest girl in that movie yep. for like 33 seconds. Yep. Yep. That's the only thing I knew him from prior to this. So it was very, my brain was very confused. Mm -hmm. I did not understand what was going on uh, because I was just expecting him to just be a douche. Yes. Yeah. So I had the opposite reaction. I had certainly seen Dawn of the Dead, but Mm -hmm. horror movies and specifically zombie movies were never really particularly my thing. Right. Um, I had forgotten that he was in that movie Mm -hmm. until being several seasons into Modern Family Mm -hmm. and then seeing something on Imager or or Reddit or whatever, being like, hey, the same guy. (laughs) And I was like, 
Holy shit, it is. That mm-hmm. dude was a scumbag. Yeah. That's not the same guy. That's not the same guy. Because Phil Dunphy is Ty Burrell, and Ty Burrell is Phil Dunphy. Right. In my mind. Yes. So it, it simply didn't compute. Right. And I, I will say uh, Ty Burrell might be the best method actor in the world. Right. I mean, up until Modern Family, I assumed he was Steve. You know what I mean? He was just a piece of shit human being. He sold it so well in that movie. Arguably, he's one of the best actors in that movie. Yeah. Like he like he was the standout, in my opinion, for being for being a uh, supporting cast. He had a boat. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, he's not in the movie a bunch, but the parts that he's in is very significant. Very impactful. Yes. He he plays he plays the asshole that he needs to be. He's no CJ, but still amazing. Correct. Um. But Phil Dunphy. Yeah, but Phil Dunphy specifically. Makes me want to be a better father. Like, wow. Legitimately. Okay. That's uh, a statement. Probably one. I don't know if he's the hottest, but he is certainly one of the best, most relatable mm-hmm. uh, TV dads. Right. He's, in my opinion. He's one of the most relatable TV dads. I think that there's a definite attractiveness about him because of the way he is with his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he is just like, he is all in with his kids. The episode where um, they go back to school after being off all summer. Yeah. And you realize like, it's not about them. It's about him now that he has to adjust to them not being there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like, he shows that he often shows a side of vulnerability that I think a, a lot of dads, have but don't talk about yeah and he's a so. he's a, a great example of that mm-hmm. that you can be vulnerable you can be this open um and and yeah vulnerable, open and vulnerable. yeah open and vulnerable um honest character really yeah honest thank you that's the word i was looking for um character and then you have just a fucking smoke show of a wife yeah and, well, and claire so yeah so you and i like different types of women sure um, i like hot mom energy right right uh, I'm not super into the slightly domineering, get shit done, uh, super athletic build, mm-hmm. um, short hair mom that that Claire Dunphy is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not my not my brand, not my style. Mm-hmm. But fucking Phil Dunphy yeah. is spot on my style. Right, absolutely. Right, I love every scene he's in. Mm-hmm. I love his unrequited need to. Mm-hmm be accepted by his father-in-law yes um how he's put so much stock in being a magician and having that be something that he assumes other people actually find cool right is outstanding same thing with the the male cheerleading yeah phil dunphy is like the fucking american hero in my opinion i love him I can't argue with that. I yeah. can't argue with that at all. Especially when is you jo- is is fucking Uncle Jesse even a dad? Yeah. Is it? So yeah, later on, um, he marries and has twins with Danny's uh co-anchor. Oh. Uh, who she got busted for um, uh bribery yeah. Yeah. or whatever. I can't think of her name now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh Aunt Becky is her name on the show. Yes. Um, yeah, so she does. Like yeah, he does and stuff. And he does he does kind of turn a leaf, right? Because like when he meets her, he kind of like settles down. Like he was the rebel and now he settles down and he has mm-hmm. kids. Um, and then he kind of just they just live in the 
attic and it's super weird right but weren't the kids like super later on it was like late seasons of that yeah show? late seasons yeah they so, needed to adjust here's why i'm gonna move uh phil dumpy because oh, he's better but go ahead oh yeah Milton, yeah that's a lot of it is yeah. that he's a better and a better dad and hotter in my right. personal opinion but Agreed. uh yeah i mean uncle jesse's barely a father right that show so like he he is traditionally hot Mm-hmm. But that's not what I'm into. I'm into that well, fucking dumpy dick butt. <laughs> I will agree with that. Because you know what? You know for a fucking fact. When Phil Dunphy is done, when he when Phil Dunphy has shot his wad, yeah. there's still magic tricks. You know what I mean? There's some fucking flash paper in there. It's right. some fire. A dove's going to fucking fly out when he right. comes. Like, it is going to be fucking awesome. And I'm in it for the shtick. I sure love shtick. I I'm a I'm a sucker for the theatrics. Right. You know what I mean? Like I totally get that. I also will say this. Mm-hmm. Um he seems like a guy who's going to care about your needs. I yes. don't get that from Jesse. No, not I, at all. No, he's going to be a pump and dump for sure and mm-hmm. then he's out. Yep. Phil's going to hang around. Mm-hmm. He's going to maybe pull some handkerchiefs out of your out of your butthole. Who knows? Right? You know what I mean? Like he's there he's there he's in it to win it for you. There is something about a man uh-huh. with the manual dexterity of a magician. Yes. That is very alluring. I get that. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. Also, his dad was Fred Willard, who is someone I've always wanted to be my dad. But now he's dead. Oh, I love a... Fred Willard. Who's Fred Willard? Uh, he played Phil Duffy's dad. I, I don't. I can't picture him. He's in all the Christopher Guest movies. He, you're naming I, people I don't know. I yeah, don't know. fair. Okay. You're, you're striking out here, bud. If you looked at him, you'd be like, oh, that guy. He plays that kind of bumbling father, grandfather figure that always says something uh, a little bit risque, but doesn't know that he said something risque. Oh, uh, okay. Can I uh, show you a picture of him? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's great podcast material. Yeah. Right? I'll I'll start a bracket number two here brought to us by Ray's Energy. Mm. Use promo code professional casual all one word at checkout. Give it just 15% off. Tim, I haven't uh, told you yet time of recording but i did order for you specifically oh shit yeah okay yeah yeah he's uh he's part of that crew that uh that runs with um eugene levy eugene levy all yep. the christopher guest movies yeah yes. okay best I d- show right i didn't stuff. know christopher yeah. guest was a guy involved in that. oh yeah he's like yeah. i always do- call them the eugene levy movies oh that's super fair yeah you know uh legitimate yeah and kathleen o'hara yes yep um, I picked up the sample pack one over at Rep Sports. You did? I did. You have some Apollo? I do. It's just not here yet. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, it'll be here probably. I my guess is tomorrow. Should we head to Conklin real quick? And pick them up? <laughs> We're gonna have to. It's the only way we can fucking get them. Apparently, no. They uh, there was a delay on the shipping uh from it leaving the place anyway. You gotcha. People are using that promo code. Yeah, they are. They're getting shipments out there. Mm-hmm. You know. They're getting shipments out, man. Yeah. They're all over the fucking place. Shipping and dripping. Yeah, baby. Um, I'm really excited. I know you're excited about the Apollo. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. Um, the there's like and the Phantom. Yes, I want to know what the Phantom does. And the Galaxy Burst. The Galaxy Burst is probably the pop, right? Or no, we don't know. We didn't figure out what Galaxy Burst was. No. No. I think Phantom. I hope Phantom tastes like. I have a feeling it's going to be uh, the white monster, monster which tastes like uh, Fresca. I, I hate Fresca. Uh-huh. It tastes like a grapefruit soda without tasting grapefruity. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. That's what the white ultra tastes like. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yes. You're you like it because it doesn't taste like the thing it's supposed to taste like. Correct. Yes, I see what we're saying now. Just like I do not like real life blueberries. I like things that are blueberry flavored. I give you that. They don't taste like blueberries. They right. taste like blueberry. Well, they probably taste like blueberries back in the day, but um they have discovered that through mutations within plants, um, mm. the flavors of things have changed. That's why. So like banana Laffy Taffy. Yeah. Does not taste like bananas of current day. They taste like bananas of 50 years ago because that's what bananas tasted like back then. There are, those bananas don't exist anymore. The right. Bananas from 50 years ago. Right. So that makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. I guess like Brussels sprouts to me growing up was always like, oh, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are fucking rad. Yeah, Brussels sprouts are the best because people have now just figured out how to finally cook them. Properly. Well, that and the specific type of Brussels sprout that we yeah. have now is the good tasting one. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they figured it out. You know? I love Brussels. Shout out to Brussels sprouts. I've never tried them. They're good. I You know how you'd probably like them? Air fried with a little bit of uh, garlic and oil, maybe? Uh, bacon. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. And then I like um, a little balsamic on mine. Mm. Um, and I so I do I do it um, and Dagna can back me up on this. Um, so I fry my bacon, crumble it up. Mm-hmm. I toss my uh, Brussels sprouts in there, hit them with a little bit of uh, balsamic, throw them in the oven and just broil them. So I tried like three new foods the other day. Oh, this is a big. This is a big week for you. I was drunk. That makes a lot more sense. Uh, oh, would this be when you were sending me uh, videos of while you were peeing? Number one, no. Okay. Number two, it was the day before that one. Oh, okay. Was shit-faced. All right. Uh, Super fair. There was a lot of days this past week uh-huh. where drinking was happening. Uh-huh. Um, this was while recording Settling the Southlands. Oh. We took a... You see... How did that go over? Uh, so, I, you know, I have this thing currently where uh, I can't consume liquids soon uh-huh. after eating right so when i know i'm going to be eating and we're going to be having like a food break soon mm. i drink as much as i can right because i know that we're gonna have to stop i'm gonna have to stop drinking after right. I eat. <laughs> so uh, i drank a bunch mm. and we went upstairs for the food break right and uh i tried buffalo chicken dip that had both blue cheese and ranch in it wow but i and cream cheese Wow. But I didn't know that blue cheese or ranch were in it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I was like, wow, I really like this. This is really good. I can't believe I, I held off from trying this for so long. And then I got told and I was like, that's stupid. Everything's dumb. Yeah, I also tried like- macaroni and cheese bites. Okay. I don't like mac and cheese. You do. You like one very specific oh, yes. style, this was which not- I would assume they tasted like. I, I don't really remember. Yeah. I just know I ate a bunch of them. <laughs> Fair. Uh, and then maybe that's how you maybe that's what you need to unlock your brain. Yeah, I you should know? probably drink more. Yeah, you should just be intoxicated at all times. I mean, it's expensive, but I've been told it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. I, that's pretty much where I'm at in my life as a fair. whole. So I, I think I do everything better drunk. Yeah, I'm fair. a better father. Yeah, I'm a better worker. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't edit real good when drinking but who cares <laughs> yeah we're the professional casual number right professional professional we're not network. the sober professional network right exactly um and then there was a third food but i had browned out at that point fair fair do you remember most of that session mm-hmm. oh that's good that's why i browned out i'm black oh. out. i remember bits and pieces oh, okay fair do you remember that we're doing a bracket it's number two right now yeah okay it's bob belcher versus Stu pickles Oh, 
it's a battle of the cartoon characters battle of the cartoon dads these are two solid choices too. two solid choices the, the low-hanging fruit like a like a subpar show would be like oh it's bob belcher versus peter griffin mm-hmm. homer simpson you know right. like, like too close to there because they're probably running fucking 16 entrants in a fucking bracket right fit in one episode you know just really fucking sending it in. right right I love this. This is a great matchup. This is a super good matchup. Let's talk about Stu Pickles real quick. Uh, of course, Tommy Pickles' dad mm-hmm. over at Rugrats, a man who I very under understand why you would like him so much. Uh, just feels like a failure. Yep, all the time. Yeah, uh, life constantly falling out of his out of his grass. Uh, yeah, he up is, at two a.m. Yes. making pudding for Angelica because she's a little fucking bitch. Yeah. Yep. Completely consumed with inventing things, but never having the time or follow through to actually do it. Yep. You know? Yeah. I feel like much like how Phil Dumphy um, makes you want to be a better dad. Mm. Stu Pickles grounds you in the dad that you could potentially be if you gave up. Right. Yes. Yep. Uh, has a has a very uh, strong penchant for wearing ties. Yes. All the time. Yep. I love wearing ties and suit jackets. Right. I hate wearing ties and dress shirts without a suit jacket. On. Right. Hate it. Bad. Right. He's always got that fucking sport coat on. Yeah. He knows he what he's about. He does. It's very true. He knows what he looks good in. Yeah. He refuses to right. wear anything that is not that one thing. Right. Or to get his pants properly sized because uh, they don't go all the way down. Accurate. Yep. Which really just speaks more to his character. Mm-hmm. But he's a fucking great dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got that kind of like professor vibe. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's kind of like I have a feeling he's probably like a silver fox. He has pot patches on his elbows, right? He does. Yeah. He dates a fucking Amazon. Dee Dee's a huge bitch. Yeah, she is. Uh, only not not in personality. Just to clarify. So I I would say <laughs> I feel like she is a Oh, she's kind of a bitch. She is kind of a bitch, but I feel like she's kind of a freak. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like she probably turns that dick inside out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and he seems like a guy who's gonna go for it. You know what I mean? Like he seems mel you know, he's just like, My life is horrible, my inventions suck. He's literally there along for the ride. Yeah. Listen, if that gets you off DD by all means, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Putting it in the fucking waffle iron. I don't give a shit at this point. <laughs> right. Exactly. He's just he just he's there for the kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um and they end up still making dill. Yeah. Pickles. You know what I mean? So like Good for them. Mm-hmm. Fucking good for them. Multiple shots on goal gets the job done, you know? Yeah. That's what you got to do. Miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Super accurate. Yep. Sometimes uh, on purpose. But against Bob Belcher. Uh, Bob Belcher, who is my, the man I look up to. Yeah. Also cynical. Also uh, feels like he maybe has failed. He's just trying to hold his life together. Yep. He's on the verge of either making it huge mm-hmm. or completely failing and falling apart on the cusp of greatness. he is a very razor thin line yep um but that dude fucking loves his kids and and growing being in the industry and having that like mm-hmm. that existence of like you run a restaurant and your kids have to come home and they pretty much work and you just know it's like he loves them for it because he gets to spend time with them. It's the only it's the only way. Yeah. It's the only way he's going to get to spend time with them. And like the, the episodes where like 
he shut down the restaurant to go try to find the perfect Valentine's Day gift for uh, Linda. And he takes the kids with him. You know what I mean? Like little things like that. But here's why he's hotter. Okay. He's got a spunkiness to him. Yes. When they were doing the Valentine's Day, like uh, it's a it's I think that same episode, the Valentine's Day episode Mm -hmm. where it's like 14 days of things to do. Yeah. Right. And Linda reveals it and she's like, oh, it's a strip. It's a strip tease, Bobby. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, all right, cool. And she's like, yeah, exactly. And he realizes now that he has to do a strip tease for his wife. Yeah. He shaves his back. He puts on a bow tie, puts on an apron, but he's still in his tidy whities for whatever reason. Yep. Um, And he just fuck. He goes for it. He sends it. They don't close the curtains and everybody outside gets to see him and he doesn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. That to me, I am ridiculously attracted to mm-hmm. the idea that you can just be fun and goofy and you just fucking send it and you don't care yep. because you're just doing it for the love of your wife. Mm-hmm. Bob, very realistically, Bob Belcher and Linda are, are goals that you should aim to be in, in your relationship with yep. and goals that you should be with your father. He loves his kids more than anything. He's I would argue that he's a better father than than Stu because he at least know, is coherent of what's going on in his kid's life. Correct. Uh, he very much is. And unlike every other cartoon father or sitcom father ever mm-hmm. actually is passionate mm-hmm. about his fucking job. Yes. Um, every other one that I can think of, especially in animated ones, they're all fucking lazy or they don't give a shit or mm-hmm. they have a boss that treats them like shit. No, Bob is um, insanely passionate mm-hmm. about providing unique pun based burgers. Yes. And and always has been. Yeah. And that's that spark is there. And when he's given the opportunity to really show what he's got, he always fucking performs. Yes. Always performs. Yes. And yeah, does he efficiently leverage having children to avoid hiring staff at the restaurant? Yes. Yes. Uh, so fiscally responsible. Yeah. Well, also, he has to be. Well, he also, literally can't afford to hire people. Correct. Right. While also instilling uh, a good discipline and work ethic. Yep. He allows Gene to be Gene while only trying to curb it when it really matters instead right. of trying to stifle it down. Right. He And he's that way with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like he's that way with Tina too. Yep. Like he, the only time that he really, even when, and it's more Linda that has to intervene, kind of, although yeah. she does she does support it more because it is his daughter. And he's just like, you know, the, Oh my God, you know, like, uh, aspect, but like he is supportive. He lets them be the kids that they are. Correct. The only time that he ever intervenes is like when her erotic fan fiction is going to get read to the entire school. Yes. And then still supports it. It's just like, Oh, okay. We're yeah, actually, maybe we should let this happen. Yeah. And it's a bad idea. The time he goes down the fucking rabbit hole of the, the, the bronies. You know what I mean? Really? Yes. Puts his neck and ass on the line. Yes. Uh, to 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 get back the toy that she had accidentally traded. From fucking Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. He voices so many characters, uh, side characters in that show. I fucking love that guy. Um, I think he's Mr. Fish Order, too. Yes, he is. But uh, here's if there is a relationship between father and child mm-hmm. that I feel like is the goal is the dream. Outside of Phil Dunphy and Luke, mm-hmm. it is Bob Belcher and Louise. Yes. Like when 
the rest of the family is not there. Mm -hmm. There's like this beautiful, calming, like finally, it's yeah. just us. Right. Like facial expressions that they both get. That's right. Like, we can really fucking send it now. Yeah. They fucking amp each other up. Mm -hmm. They do crazy shit. I am here for it and I love it. Right. Also, hates parties until he's drunk, which I'm all about. Will complain the whole time until he's drunk. Right. And then he's making fucking friends with everybody and he's yes. playing games and he's fucking getting into it. I identify with that real hard. Right. Um, I'm going to move Bob Belcher here for us. Honestly, Stu Pickles is just existing. Yes. Bob Belcher, while financially is just existing, mm -hmm. as far as life wealth, is fucking thriving. Yes. And like I say, any man who who is willing to break the stereotype of he needs to do a striptease for his wife and it's going to be fun and goofy. Like he goes for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and that will always be more attractive to me than the schlubbing zombie. Yeah. That is Stu Pickles. And I think opinion. that's, that's one of the things I really like about Bob is that he, he doesn't really want to be doing a lot of the things that he's doing, mm -hmm. but he doesn't half ass it. Right. Even if it's something he doesn't, even if it's something he's not about. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Very authentic. Yes. And he very legitimately still loves his wife. Yeah. After all these years, you know what I mean? And it, and it shows in the very good, positive, healthy relationship that they have. Mm -hmm. Very hard to find in cartoon sitcoms. Also, Bob Belch is the type of guy that knows instant pudding's been around for fucking ever. Yes. Why are you cooking pudding on the stove? That right. is, in fact, why you've lost control of your life. Because <laughs> you forgot that you have instant fucking pudding. Right. Exactly. Ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Taking out the trash that pudding you know throw it right in there and the beer dragon games are going to come over and help mm. that's what you know beer dragon games um great great fathers over there here's why they take out the trash and we don't have to ask yeah you know mm -hmm. that's all the what else what else did dads yeah. really need to do correct but head over to beer dragon games online use promo code pcme10 get yourself 10 percent off all of your nerd needs all of your nerd needs bro. all of your nerd needs bracket number three Oh, it's getting spicy. Okay. It's getting hot. Yeah. And bothered. It's Dr. Sam Bennett from private practice. Oh, oh, what a fuck. You know, so he's going up against coach. He's not a father. He's a daddy. Oh, yeah. You, know? you are absolutely correct on that one. Um, He's going up against uh, coach Tyler from Friday Night Lights. Okay. In my opinion, this is a mercy kill. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. Sam Bennett. One of the dreamiest dreamboats on a show. So he got started. Uh, so Dr. Sam Bennett comes from Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. He gets carried over onto private practice, um, which was the spinoff show from Grey's Anatomy, hmm. where a lot of the doctors left the hospital to start their own practice. Private practice. OK. Um, in the fucking killers row of hot guys on that show. Yeah. He is a standout. He is a gorgeous man. Yes, he is. And the fact that he's a father on top of that mm -hmm. is just more phenomenal because he has that compassionate side. Not only just being a doctor, mm -hmm. but now he has a father, you know, as a father. Yep. And then he's just a fucking smoke show. Yeah. Bro arguably one of the easily one of the house guys on television to this day. Mm -hmm. 
takes a fucking header into a chair for us. Yeah, dude, I would let him smash his head into yes. me like he did that chair. <laughs> yes. If you don't know what we're talking about, the actor that plays Sam Bennett is yeah. the guy from that meme, that TikTok that you've seen uh-huh. of a guy walking up to go put his leg on a chair while talking about what does it feel like to be nominated as the sexiest man and then just eats fucking face yes. hard. Yes. You almost think it's fake. But, but it's visceral. But it is so violent. Mm-hmm. It is so violent how hard he hits that chair. There's no way. Yeah. There is no way. Um, versus Coach Tyler, yeah. who's played by an actor who is literally just like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yes. You think he's someone else? You think he's been in other movies? No, it was actually someone else. Right. He is background white dad, like personified yes he's the one with big eyebrows and squinty eyes yes that's that's all he's got going on i mean the only thing i can literally say is (laughs) he's the guy from early edition a show that nobody watched you know what i mean um that's where that's what i know him from he's in a couple of like rando comedies that i that i can recognize yeah um but i can't think of what they are when you can't afford someone else you afford i don't even know the actor's name the guy who played coach tyler on friday night Lights. right but the on that show, he is like he's the dreamboat, and he's not a bad looking dude. No, I don't think. Not. And I think what I like about he's it, obtainably hot. Yes, you know what I mean. He's. I feel I. He's can, a solid B string. Correct. Yes, he's someone that you feel you could compete against or for. That's right. not totally out of your realm. Right. And what's super important is to remember that the you need to stop going for A strings. Yep. Altogether. Mm-hmm. You know why B strings just as hot. With a little something to prove. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. They they need to get up in there. They need to be a part of it. It's just and and he's a coach. You know what I mean? Like he's got that like that like not only is he an athlete mm-hmm. and not only is he looking good, not only does he have the brain capacity to be a coach. Correct. Which is very difficult. Yeah. That to be a good coach, which on that show he is a good coach because he's taking them to states. Mm-hmm. Um he keeps the Friday night lights on. He does accurate he turned them on himself you know what i mean um but like but he also has that loving and compassionate side that comes with being a good coach correct and he's a good coach mm-hmm. and like man midwest moms fucking eat that guy oh up. yeah they do they fucking love that man so very legitimately because of his particular appearance and look mm-hmm. he is in fact the guy at the pta meeting that is crushing that wasp puss yes you know? yep 100 percent. because uh, love dr sam bennett to death gorgeous man he doesn't have time to go to pta meetings no he is he is the guy that sent you know i was like oh yeah i can't make it there my wife's gonna go and his wife is just drooling over coach yeah. taylor yep because he's there he's making the time mm-hmm. maybe he has to be there maybe he doesn't who knows but you know what when you're an absolute fucking chiseled Yes. Daddy. Yeah. Like Tay Diggs, who plays Dr. Sam Bennett. Yep. Um, and shout, you're a doctor. Shout out to our research team. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. yeah. Uh thank you, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what else could you possibly have time for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. There's uh once again, there's obtainable hot, mm-hmm. and then there's unobtainable hot. Right. And Tay Diggs, Dr. Sam Bennett mm-hmm. is that obtain unobtainable hot. But right. he's also a dad who's also a doctor. Right. Who's also just fucking 
a marble god. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tate Diggs goes on. Tate Diggs is moving on. It's again a mercy kill. I think there might have been an argument, but not really. There's you, you have an argument on the dad side, uh, right? Coach being dad to many, yeah. But he's also not the guy that making sure that everyone's children grow up safe, happy, and healthy, right? Also. This is hottest dad. Yes. That man literally got an award for being the hottest man on television. Mm -hmm. Come Mm -hmm. on. Come on. We ain't talking Midwest here. No. Regardless of what they say in in it being young and restless. Correct. Yes. Bracket number four brought to us by our artist. The the shining light that is now. Our exclusive artist here. Our exclusive artist. Yes. We are, of course, teaming up with her to support the Ali Fournay Center. Um, Every shirt that you purchase from her. Katie, find out. Always Katie, find out. Forever Katie, find out. Forever Katie, find out. Go check her out on Instagram at noodle underscore puppet 666 or click the link below to take you right to her threadless Mm -hmm. site um, where if you get her new lbgtq pride merch right now till the end of july and in the show notes you write elite a showdown sent me big chuckers only hashtag tim sucks whatever it be related to this show we will match donations for every shirt that that we sell yeah that she sells all proceeds, of course, going to the Alley Fournay Center, which is a center that helps at-risk and homeless LBGTQ youth. Thank you again, Katie, for sponsoring this bracket. Thank you for the fucking art. Yeah, it's so good. She is cra- she is mad at work on the season three T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I love it. Cannot wait to show it off to all of you. I feel like she's going to appreciate this bracket. It's Elliot Stabner. Stabler. Mm-hmm. Elliot Stabler. Yeah. Sorry. My uh Max triggered there a little bit. That was weird. Uh Elliot Stabler from SVU. Mm-hmm. The New York's ass. Yeah, for fucking for real. For fucking real. You go to the city, you get some cake, son. Yes. And it's Elliot fucking Stabler's cake. Elliot fucking Stabler. I am gonna say this. Mm-hmm. There is an episode. And I have not been able to find the number or or like where I all I remember yeah. is it pertains to the episodes where his daughter gets pulled over for a DWI and he's trying and he's talking to his wife about getting her out of the DWI mm-hmm. because he's a cop. He knows the cop. Yeah. He is talking to her in his bedroom and all of a sudden he just drops his pants and he is in a navy blue thong. And you get a full ass shot. Yeah. And nobody talks about this. All I remember, and it's burned very vividly into my head. A, because of that ass. Mm-hmm. B, because my mom went, woohoo! And my mom woohooing uh, to that, now permanently cemented in my, in my head. It's, it's all I can, uh, ruined it for me. Yeah. Yeah. The man is, the man is, the man is a legend. Cut. Giant. I would even argue is actually a good. Now, one of the biggest things on that show is he struggles to be a good father. Mm -hmm. But he actually. I think he actually does a good job and here's why. Okay. 
originally when she gets pulled over for the DWI, and this is where I actually was on board with him for a while. Um, he was going to get her out of the ticket originally. Yeah. Um, make her, um, you know, get, get her, get her off scot free. So she wouldn't have to uh, worry about. There's a lot there. There's a lot. Yes. A lot of punishment. Yes. In a, in a DUI. And he, and because I think she was also underage at the time too. Ooh, so like yeah. that was a big deal. Um, so he was going to work his magic, you know, his connections like that. And he goes, you know what? Because somebody pointed out, it's like, it's not fair that you aren't holding your kid responsible and you're going to get her off because you're a cop. Sends a very bad message to the child. That's that's how you right. get the uh, that's how you get a Paris Hilton. You know what I mean? That's how yeah. you get a Nicole Richie. Mm hmm. One hundred percent. That's how you get the my dad's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. you know white kids who go to college and start doing even worse shit affluenza yep he says you know what you're absolutely right and he lets the charges go through on her that's a big fucking deal that's some tough love that is some very tough love yeah and and rightfully he didn't have to you know what i mean like he could have right. gotten he could have gotten taken care of he could have gotten the charges lowered whatever mm-hmm. but he was like you're right i have to teach her a lesson yeah. it's only fair that is a tough thing to do as a father, yep. especially when you have the capabilities of making it not happen. But you got to teach your kid a lesson some way, one way or another. Mm-hmm. I respect that about him, despite the fact he's a cop. Spare the DUI. You're a pretty good guy. Oh, man. I'm here for it. But he's going up against. I might argue my dark horse to win this thing. Ooh. We're talking about Alan Matthews of Boy Meets World. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, in Underhorse, people uh, people don't think about him uh-huh. because that show he was not always there. But man, when he was on screen, a those fucking eyes, those piercing, I think green, if I remember correctly, eyes. They I just opened. He always looked like he was staring into a very bright light to me. Really? Yeah. I always remember them being wide open. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe we're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. You know what? Uh, here's the thing. Yeah. I definitely remember Alan Matthews. Yeah. I do not remember the mom at all. Super fair. Neither do I. Like, I'm having trouble. All I can picture is uh, Lois from Malcolm in the Middle, and it's certainly not her. Right. So I actually thought about that, uh, putting um, Brian Cranston on this list. Oh, yeah. But I thought it would be just, like, too obvious. Yeah. Yeah. You know he what I mean? Just murder, murder, murder. Yeah, he'd murder, murder, murder everybody. Yeah. He'd murder everybody in the finals. Like, that's not fair. Yeah. But man, what an honorable mention that man is. God tier. For real. In both roles, too. Yes. Both of his two roles. Yes. Yep. Uh, Zordon. Yeah. And the Power Rangers. Yeah. And also the Fruitcake Monster uh, from the first season of Power Rangers. Yep. Killed it. Killed it. Killed it. Um, But Alan Matthews. He was, he was, he's the hardworking blue collar guy. Mm -hmm. A grocer. Yeah. I mean, very much so. Mm -hmm. Which is weird. Yeah. It was weird. When every single other sitcom father at that time was Mm -hmm. an architect or a teacher, Mm -hmm. that was it. Only two. Yep. Um, He was like a a grocer. He was like a mid level grocery guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, what I what I find so good about him on that show is like he was the dad that you needed when you had a problem because right. he always had the the advice that you wanted to hear 
No, he had advice that you needed to hear, whether you wanted to hear it or not. Yeah. Um, he and he fucking loved his kids. Yeah, he did. He took care more Corey. I've always felt like he always kind of cared more about Corey than he did Sean. Sean? Eric. Eric. Yeah. Sean was the best friend. Was the best friend. Which he loved more than Eric at, at times. Like yeah. he felt bad. And I give credit to parents who step up when they see their friends, their son's friends troubled. Right. And you know what? A lot of people might say, but Big Chuck, Mr. Feeney, Mr. Feeney was the dad figure. That's not true. No. Mr. Feeney is the person that would make Corey and Eric and Sean realize that Alan had been right the whole time. Yeah. That Alan's decision, that the tough love or the punishment that he had provided actually showed that he cared. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, unlike pretty much every other sitcom dad, Alan was not a character. No. Like, you know that thing that happens? There's a name for it. I forget what it's called. But as sitcoms go on, Mm -hmm. every character just becomes this amalgamation of the three traits that that character has. Right. And start losing all relatability. They just become the three regular shtick jokes. Mm -hmm. Alan never suffered from that. No. Ever. No. He was in dad mode and written as a dad the entire entire fucking time. Mm -hmm. And an actual person. Right. Like, with actual, like, relatable responses to things right uh he was awesome yeah i and he kind of had that like curly mullet thing going on right which you i know? am a sucker for yeah i'm an absolute sucker for a curly mullet because this isn't the best dad bracket <clears throat> this is the hottest this dad is the hottest bracket. dad bracket. and he's the only motherfucker on this list yeah who could pull off that little fucking curly bob m- right mullet thing right and like he had like a swimmer bod yeah he did you know what i mean like he was he wasn't fit fit but like you knew the he second was dad fit, he was legitimately dad bod before yeah. dad bod was a thing. Yeah, you know when that flannel was popping off, it was popping off. Mm. I was I fucking love flannels. You do. You're. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in the summer, you're still trying to rock one. Always, always button ups, bud. Yeah, that's fair. I used to be there. Now I wear t-shirts. Never. You uh, I can't do it. You, you couldn't wear a t-shirt. No. For a day. Nope. Even if you're at the beach. Correct. Interesting. You're an interesting man. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. But we got to pick a winner. I mean, stable. This is this is tough. This one's tough. I would. I would. One's the better. So you've matched up these brackets really well. Yeah. In each one, one's the better dad. Right. And the other one's the hotter dad. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yes, Stabner is very obviously that ass alone. Oh, yeah. Hotter dad. Uh-huh. But he's got. He's not. Stabler's ass is the ass that Alan Matthews grocery store was built on. Wow. So firm. Okay. What a foundation. I'll give you that. But he's not hot because he's a dad. He's hot because he's a loose cannon cop. That's why women want him. Alan Matthews is hot. Because he's a dad, because he is the hot dad, because very much like Coach Taylor, when he goes to the PTA meetings, Mm -hmm. a fucking you need a bucket and a mop. Yeah. To clean up those aisles. Yep. I don't I think Stabner, while he is the hot turd dad. Yeah, he's not. He's not because he is hot because uh, he's a dad. He's hot because he's the loose cannon cop. Right. No, you're completely right. That's v- insanely legitimate. Um, 
and that's going to change my decision. I hadn't said it yet, but I was going to move Stabler ahead. Because mm-hmm. uh, of that ass, though. I, uh, fair. But you're right. You're completely right. I mean, for the and especially in the 90s. He's a hot-ass cop. The, none of the things that I think about Stabler yeah. are hot-ass dad. It's always hot-ass hot cop. cop. Right. And this is hot as dad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you on a technicality. Yeah. You know, Alan you love Matthews it. is going to move ahead here. Probably the biggest upset. Yeah. Their women are screaming right now uh-huh. at their at their phones, at their players on cassette. We're on cassette now. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't know that. Shout out to our cassette. Unlike player. with Christopher Melanie's Stabler mm-hmm. with Alan Matthews, he's a grocer. You can have that cake and eat it too. There it is. That's what that's why he's my co-host. Yep. Our first semifinal bracket brought to us by patreon.com slash professional casual. Legitimately, this might be the hardest. This is this is huge. Yeah. This is the I mean, maybe even the finals. Yeah, for real. Patreon.com slash professional casual. Head over there. Support mm-hmm. us. That's all I ask. It's Phil Dumphy versus Bob Belcher. <sighs> this is tough. Yep. Because they are both ultimately almost the same person. Yes. In a lot of ways. The only difference, and this is this will be my argument. Here's my argument for you. The only difference between these two is their privilege and their success. Phil Dumphy kind of even though he struggles as a real estate salesman at times he's a realtor whatever it is different than a real estate agent he is a realtor and if you don't understand the difference then you don't deserve to have a realtor okay do you feel better about that no okay <laughs> just i'll just uh, you're missing my point here but okay now I lost my train. It's like of the difference between a cook and a chef. A no nope. state agent. No, everybody. Nope. Everybody calls a fucking cook chefs all the time. Nope. Your your argument is invalid. And everyone always calls realtors real estate agents. It's the same thing. They are different, but the general population does not respect the difference. What is the difference between a real estate agent and a realtor? Yeah, I don't know. Tell me. I, Educate me. I don't know. Okay, so fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm glad we wasted that. Yep. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Phil Dumphy mm-hmm. has the privilege of being involved in a successful family. Yes. Before he even got there. Correct. Um, Claire comes from rich money. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you think about that, they live in a huge house. Yeah. Where every kid has their own room, I think. Yes. No, there was a while where Alex and the other one were in the same room, I feel like. Probably when they were younger, but um, Claire wasn't working for most of the show, and it seemed like Phil also wasn't really working or was always struggling. Right. Where was the fucking money coming from? They just had it. It was there. It was in because because Claire's dad was just so fucking successful yeah. and rich that I think that they just had that inherently built into them that they were able to, that they were able to make it. Fair. Does it make him hot? Is he an attractive dad? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
but he doesn't have that killer instinct survival mode that Bob Belcher has because Bob Belcher is literally living on a razor thin profit. Yeah. He doesn't come, you know where he comes from? His dad having a marginally successful diner that he still fucking hangs up that photo in his house of this is what I could have. I could have a marginally successful place that I got in a fight with my dad about. Yeah. Um, Bob Belcher is a more attractive, more hotter dad because he will not hesitate to kill Phil Dumphy if he needed to. You know what's something that's not really considered a hot attribute? Being a little bitch boy. And while Phil Dunphy is funny, mm-hmm. charismatic, mm-hmm. and motivated Mm -hmm. he's also kind of a little bitch he is a little bitch do you know what phil dunphy would not be able to do without bitching the entire time Mm. carrie his sister-in-law who's fucking crazy yes and her stupid fucking cats Uh on a sled through a snowstorm right with christmas dinner or thanksgiving dinner or whatever yes was yep bob certainly Mm -hmm. didn't want to fucking do it nope but understood the cards are down. I have to do this. I don't have a choice. Yep. And struggled through that fucking blizzard. Yes. 100%. Determination. I will I will also say this. Phil Dumphy never has a feud like the one Bob does with Jimmy Pesto. I would say that Phil Dunphy has a similar one with the other real estate tur right. Gill. Sure, but it's played ne- by Rob Riggle. Right. Oh fuck. I mean well, right there. I'm, right there, already right. a hotter guy on the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But here's 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 the thing. He's a little bitch boy during most of it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel the confidence when he tries to feud with him, I don't feel like he's sexy. I don't feel I don't feel like that is where his attractiveness comes from. Right. But Bob going after Jimmy Pesto sometimes when he gets it, when he finally gets one over on Jimmy, I want to suck that man dry. Right. Yes. Like there is something really hot about when he finally gets one over on Jimmy Pesto. And there's something about the perseverance of Bob Belcher, too, where, you know, he's going to get the job done. Mm -hmm. You know, he could be tired. You know that his dick could be just fucking mashed to nothing. Mm Yep, he is gonna fucking perform. Yes, he is is going to complete the task. Uh Phil Dunphy Mm -hmm. does, in fact, seem like someone who would wander off mid-sex to chase a butterfly. Right, and maybe that is why Claire Dunphy is as tightly wound as she is. Mm -hmm. And I think you'll see that a lot in relationships where you have one kind of bumbling adhd father right with a like i said it's not my thing but uh an athletic super hot super determined organized woman Mm -hmm. who is most likely super unsatisfied right um if there is anything that linda belcher is Mm -hmm. it is content and happy yeah I like a man who gets the job done. Uh-huh. I like a mustache. Fair. And I appreciate a man who, while always wearing a T-shirt, always has some other form of clothing over that T-shirt. Right. Or else he doesn't feel comfortable. Right. And for that reason, 
I will be moving Bob Belcher. Bob Belcher moves on. <laughs> Bob Belcher moves on. Our second semi-final bracket. It's Dr. Sam Bennett. Fuck. Going up against, oh, I'm so sorry, Alan Matthews. I'm sorry, Alan. <sighs> oh, this is, this is again, another mercy kill. Yeah. Like, yep. you were hot in the 90s, mm-hmm. but you were never the sexiest man alive. No. And the thing is, is like, what's really tough is like, Dr. Sam Bennett has to be the tough doctor on private practice. Correct. He's got, he does not make friends on that show. No. He didn't make friends on Grey's Anatomy either. Mm-hmm. He he kind of is the the bad guy. Yeah. But he is a decent father. He is a decent father. He is highly educated, mm-hmm. high earner, super hot. And you know, and we've seen it, we have video evidence mm-hmm. of how hard he will smash his face into a seat, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yep. So that yeah, I mean there's there's unfortunately not really anything here to talk about no. outside of no Doctor his face smashed in your seat. Right. Dr. Sam Bennett. Dr. Sam Bennett moving, moving on. Here we go. It's the finals. This might be the toughest fucking fight of Bob Belcher's life. Yeah. It's Bob Belcher going up against Dr. Sam Bennett. Here's my pitch. Okay. Sam Bennett's fucking hot. Mm -hmm. No argument there. Correct. Successful. Yep. Unobtainable. So hot. Mm -hmm. That he is going to ignore 90% of the women that throw themselves at him oh very correct yep he is so focused on being the best doctor Mm -hmm. that he's not gonna have time maybe necessarily to take care of business at home be it Mm -hmm. kids be it his wife organizing the family things like that he's he's again has that rich money privilege yes not saying he didn't work for it Mm -hmm. absolutely he did bob belcher is the hotter dad in the sense of the fact that he is the most dad. Yes. He, he is always connected to his kids. He's doing everything for them. Mm-hmm. He gets a little sexy. Yes, he does. He does. Mm-hmm. He likes, he, and just the absolute dedication that he has to Linda really willing to go get his fucking, uh, sister-in-law Ugh. hunts down a, um strength testing machine that he thinks he remembers him and Linda going on their first day with and then come and find out nope it was somebody else but spends the entire day hunting for this thing ends up having to pay i think it was Hugo a shit ton of fucking money yeah you know what i mean he just like i, I bob belcher is the hotter dad because he's the obtainable dad he's the more loving dad he's the more caring dad he's the more killer instinct dad mm mm-hmm. Sam, I'll give Sam Bennett one point. He is the hotter, attractive dad. Yes. But I think Bob Belcher wins it on all the other things that make a dad hot, air quotes. So I'm glad you said that last line. There are four criteria that I have been basing off Mm -hmm. for hotness. Right. Emotional availability. Yep. Perseverance. Mm -hmm. Physical attractiveness. Mm -hmm. Ass. Yes. Okay. Dr. Sam Bennett. Yeah. He has the physical attractiveness. For sure. sure. He is sculpted. 
Yeah. Absolute smoke show. Right. Actually, doesn't have much of an ass. I mean, it's well chiseled, but it's tiny. It, yeah, it's chiseled, but it's hard. Mm. I can't sleep on it like a like a pillow. Right. It's not comfy. No, it's a rocky pancake. Right. That's fair. So he doesn't get the ass, right? Mm. Right. <laughs> he loses the ass point. No emotional availability. Uh huh. So that that pink tenderness part, he also does not have. Perseverance, he does have. Uh huh. So he's he's got two out of the four. Right. Bob. Yeah. On the other hand. Yeah. Emotionally available. Yes. Has it has a dump truck, bud? Yeah. It's stacked. Mm hmm. He's got that. He's got that apple bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And while he doesn't have the chiseled uh, physical features, right, has whatever that third point I said was. <laughs> right. Perseverance. Perseverance. Yep. Emotionally available, persevering cake. Yeah. That's what I'm about. That's what you're about. That's and what you're here for. For that reason, I'm going to move Bob Belcher ahead as the hottest TV. <sighs> this might be one of the most yeah. triggering episodes that we've ever it done. Probably will be. Yeah. We are going to get a lot of shit for this one. Mm hmm. But Bob Belcher wins the whole goddamn thing. Yep. Tim. Happy Father's Day, bud. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, I just want to say real quick before we close out the show. I am not a I am not a father. Yet. Well, I'm not a father. Kind of a daddy. Sure, at times. I, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't know what it's like to be a dad. Mm. But I have a lot of friends that are dads. And I have a lot of friends that don't talk about their mental health as dads. And I think that's, I think that's tough. Um, but I can tell you as a guy who grew up without a dad for a long time, uh, and by that, I mean my entire life. Um, but there's one thing that I can tell you as a guy who's not a dad, um, that you guys, all I ever see is the not talking about the fact that it's fucking tough. It's hard. You always constantly think that you're not a good dad, that you struggle with the idea of, am I raising my kids right? Am I doing the things that I need to do? As long as you are showing up every day, you're loving, supportive, letting them be the people that they want to be. You're the best fucking dad in the world. I'm proud of you. I think you guys are doing awesome. Don't let your brain tell you otherwise. Happy Father's Day from us to you. Tim, mm -hmm. did you like this episode? Because we got other amazing shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Plug whatever you want. Maybe Bob's ass. <laughs> There's the jokes. Um, yeah. So on Mondays we have the Lost Omens podcast. This is a Dungeons and Dragons style actual play podcast. Check mm -hmm. that out. Danny runs that. Has a bunch of people here from the network. It's a great time. Tuesdays is Wait, Did I Roll a Wild, mm -hmm. where we discuss uh, the Marvel Crisis Protocol game that we play on Monday nights on the Twitch uh, for Oh Yeah, the Power Face, which you can find at twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Wednesday is the Patreon day. This is where we drop uh, some of our Patreon exclusive shows like Settling the Southlands. This is a Wifurp fourth edition Warhammer style actual play podcast. Thursday is a Grim Podcast of Peerless Adventure. If that is our main uh, free, uh, you know, public Woofer uh, 4th Edition actual play podcast. And then Friday, obviously, you're listening to it right now. 
It's the hot meat that keeps your feet in their seat. Mm-hmm. Elite Eight Showdown. This is it, baby. This is the flagship show. The flagship. No matter what anyone says. Show. It's the greatest show that this network, with two guys sitting at a table, and Fred Durst. There he is. Can make. It's also, I don't know if anyone knew this or not, Mm -hmm. but we're in June now. We're officially in June. Which, if you are, if you have a pulse, Mm -hmm. then you would have to know that this time of the year is a very special time of the year. It is. Because it is referred to as hot chuck in summer. (laughs) That's true. It is. So. It's hot. It's chucking and it's summer. Guns out, buns out. Mmm. You know? There it is. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't stop here. We no. go, baby. We keep going. We keep going. We keep going till the sun until the snow comes down. You know what I'm you saying? You know anything about this show. Yeah. It's that after we get the plugs out of the way, it's where the real meat starts. <laughs> That's true. It's super accurate. <laughs> um of course check out our friends. I guess. I guess they're still our friends. And hopefully you're soon. Well, more importantly, Joe Gennaro. Yeah. The, the goddamn patron saint here at Elite Eight Showdown. The Bob Belcher. The Bob, uh, very realistic. The our friends, and hopefully you are soon too. Yes. Um, as of recording, I, or at time of release, mm-hmm. I will have done Howard the Duck. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, over at um, Comic Book Rundown's episode of green something rundown i forget what it's called yeah um where they review old comic book movies i'm doing howard the duck uh man am i excited about it i love howard the duck i have heard nothing but horrible things about this movie um so that bums me out because i'm a huge howard the duck fan yeah um actually if you guys want a great comic recommendation really quick howard the human is a spinoff of howard the duck where it is a human version, a human version of Howard the Duck. His name is Howard the Human, okay. living in a world of that ducks. Is, uh, well, of all animal morphic people. Okay. Yeah, and he plays it, and it's kind of like weirdly gritty. Like it's like a weird. He's a gritty detective. Uh, it's actually super fucking dope. It, I think there was only like three issues before it got canceled, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, but it was so fucking good. And the That's art, the concept, I'm kind of into that. It's super good, and it is up on uh, Marvel Unlimited. I'm pretty sure I oh, saw sweet. it. Um, and it was just like I don't know. It was just super good. I loved the that particular art style anyway. That kind of like I I don't know, kind of like alternative scratchy, uh, almost like kind of like anime ish look. Okay. Um, it's super dope. I was I was super into it. It was really good. Howard the Human. Um, if you guys are looking for a good comic recommendation, um, and then I did uh, Chitty Chats as well, where I talked about I don't know my life with I don't actually know what Chitty Chats is actually about. I guess him and Ralph arguing. Ron, I think it's, I think it's a like a warm up. Is that what it is? Yeah. All right. It's pretty dope. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um. And my review of Modoc, the show Modoc show, mm. with um, Tony over at the Ranger Alliance podcast. Oh, cool. Um, super super awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun talking. Uh, my love for Modoc, my my love for Modoc is now like cemented because not only have I just loved Modoc prior again. Another great comic recommendation, the Marvel digital comic of MODOK, which is what was loosely based. The show was based around Oh S- shit. same concept. Also, 
Did you know that he was all over West Coast Avengers? Mo- Brodock? Well, Brodock and I guess Modok prior to that too, and yeah. is constantly uh the villain for Gwenpool. Yes. Yes. So if you guys need to know who Modok is, uh he is the mechanized organism designed for killing. Only for killing. Is it only for killing? Yeah. Okay. I knew the O stood for something, but I wasn't sure if it was the O and four, because that would be a Stanley thing to do. Yeah. Um I mean but, really he should be Modok. Right. Although a lot of the time, like the and four, uh, four yeah, don't love. count. Yeah, it's weird. That's fair. Um, of course, check out check out all that stuff. Joe Gennaro's a fucking scene. I love that man. Yeah. He's already working on another bracket for season three. So mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's it. That's all of our friends. Yeah. Oh, well, Ben over at the Carton cast. Oh, yeah. He says Ben. Love that guy. Craigers super nice. <sighs> I feel like I'm mad at Craiger, but I don't remember why now. Craiger, why am I mad at you? Do you remember? No, hit me up. Um, and uh, Breaker and Bane. Yeah. Yeah. Old, old Butterface and Bane himself. Yes. You know, Breaker and Bane's power hour. Um, look, we record a month ahead. They still have not responded to our challenge where you are going to fight Breaker fist to fist. In Super Smash Brothers no. Ultimate for the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. No. Three stock, final destination, or the Street Fighter stage, and you can pick my character. And then you guys are going to fist fight afterwards, and you're going to beat him. You're going to beat him. He's going to be so distraught that you beat him in Smash, you're going to be able to take him no problem. I don't know why you're so worried about this. And then I'm going to use Bane, because he's looking great, honestly. He's he's dropped a bunch of weight. I'm going to use Bane as a weapon to beat up Breaker. You're not going to do that before Breaker? No, why would I do that? You got him, dude. You got him. I don't think I do. I think you're fine. Huh. I mean, he's he's only a third degree black belt. Like, come on. Oh, so there's like two degrees past that, right? Yeah. Not even the best one. Right, he's not even the fifth degree one. He's only the third because he's a fucking pussy. Oh, it goes that way? Yeah. Higher numbers are better? Yeah. Okay. It's not like a burn. Yeah. Right, or like or criminal charges. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So here's the deal breaker. Uh-huh. Uh, just real quick. Uh, let's, let's not fight. I don't, why are you pussing out on me? Right? I'm not pussing out. You, you're being a big old, I want to, I want right to settle like it and smash. You can settle and smash and then kick his ass. All right, breaker winner of the smash fight that we have before our real fight gets to choose whether the real fight happens or not. You're making Yeah. Me- you got Durst's backup. Yeah. Exactly. So you'll just fight him for me? Yeah. Like completely? Yeah. I mean, there you go. So beat him in Smash, then just have Durst step in. I can just tag you in? Yeah. There you go. All right. See ya. All right, partner. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm coming around on him. Wow, fuck you, Durst. Just one of those days. Oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, bud. I'm sorry. You think he's a dad? He's got to be a dad, right? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Are you a dad or a daddy? Yeah. That didn't really answer. Yeah, that doesn't really no. clarify anything. No. <laughs> he seems like a daddy. Yeah. Yep. He, seems, he, seems, he seems like a big daddy. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. 
maybe maybe big poppy oh yeah it's a shame you know i almost feel like we should do a movie version of this at some point because like yandu from yeah. guardians oh is fucking once again not a father but he's a daddy sure uh big daddy from the movie Big Daddy. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Do you want to do Hottest Daddies? Is that what you want me to do? Yeah. Could Craiger be on it? No. Oh. Because he's not in a movie. Oh, that's true. Yeah, technicality, bud. Yep, fair. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Yeah, what are you going to fucking do? With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, I have been your host, Big Chuck. For Tim, you're not my dad. France. I switched it up. That was the one I was originally going to do. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'll make a joke about him coming in his wife. It's going to be great. (laughs) Friends, we say goodbye. Stay safe. Remember, leave the blood on the bracket. This has been Lee 8 Showdown. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, it's your boy and host of Elite Eight Showdown, Big Chuck. Do you have a business, online store, Facebook, Instagram, OnlyFans, or anything else that you would want to advertise on Elite Eight Showdown? Well, we want you to sponsor the brackets. Right now, we are offering you the opportunity to advertise your business, product, or anything else. Maybe you're a cosplayer, performer, artist musician looking to reach new fans maybe you're a gamer or content creator who wants to get their twitch facebook gaming youtube or podcast advertised right now in this introductory offer you can sponsor one bracket over four shows for just ten dollars that's right just ten dollars and you'll get a month worth of advertising nobody is offering a deal like this Email us for review and approval at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com in the subject line. Put Elite 8 Showdown bracket application. Give us just a brief description of what you'd like to advertise as well as any links for approval. All applications will be considered and reviewed before approval. Elite 8 Showdown has hundreds of downloads every show all over the world and we are growing and gaining more every week. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. Subject line, Elite 8 Showdown, bracket ad application.